where this week it was announced that the legendary African musician and Afrobeat founder Fela Kuti has been nominated for an induction into the Rock Hall of Fame nearly two decades after his passing. Now, Fela Kuti is revered as one of the greatest musicians in the world and surely one of Africa's greatest exports who used this form of music in Afrobeat to entertain, inform, and fight for human rights in Africa. Now, to cast your vote, please visit vote.rockhall.com. Secure the bag, B. <laughs> Secure the bag. Bro, you are, you, you are a percentage of people in the world, yeah, that is... Secure the bag. Do what you have to do, bro. If you have to unwash the pant, unwash the pant. Well, so, I, from the minute I had a daughter, I made up my mind that mm -hmm. every vows day, Whatever I'm doing for the mother, I'm doing for my daughter. You're listening to Adeshokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adeshokbe Live, the official Afrobeats podcast, shot here at the Afromedia Studios. Of course, I'm Adeshokbe Olajide. And this is where I break down all the Afropop culture headlines that we get every single week. And of course, uh, I share my thoughts and opinions alongside my guests about what's been going on. It's very simple. Make sure you like, subscribe, share and comment on the content. We appreciate your support. Um, and as always, uh, the, it's on every platform that Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, all across the board. And if you're in the UK, it is on Yanga TV every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. And on Mondays at 7 p.m. That's Sky 186 and Freesat 171. Speaking about Yanga TV, I've got in the studio right next to me one of the most incredible presenters and producers out of the Afropop culture based in the UK. Uh, very interesting colleague of mine. It is the brother, Mansour Bello. Woo! I, didn't, I didn't even pay you for that intro. That's, that's what I'm saying. I even paid for that intro. Listen, my brother, Yo. thank you for coming in. You no, know. Thank you for having me. I'm with the energy god. I'm in a temple. This is like a temple. Yeah. It's like the African temple. You make it here. It's like the Mecca. You've made it everywhere. That's why I said like, earlier. I remember saying, it's yeah. not everybody. It's not everybody. Yeah, it's not everybody, everybody can come in. <laughs> not everybody can press sweet too, you know, <laughs> and come up here. Oh, yes, selected few. Listen, man. You, you. I was just asking you about one of my favorite shows in the last maybe 10, 12 years called Swagger Check. You come in here, mm -hmm. your, your swagger is crazy. Talk us through this this swagger you got here, this my brother. Just, this is just, yeah. I call this one Stay Warm Swagger. <laughs> this is just Stay Warm. I'm even wearing thermal underneath. <laughs> as, as the show goes, and I'm sure I'm going to start feeling this sweat exactly. trickling on you're my gonna, back. Yeah, you're going to have yeah, to start the, doing that. This is the Keep Baba Winter Out Swagger. And that's for anybody here in the UK. It's extremely cold. It's the coldest it's been since 1995 over the last seven days so it's absolutely freezing well we'll be getting into the headlines uh some of the headlines that Mansour and myself will be looking at this week is Fela Kuti up for a rock hall of fame consideration uh DJ Copy gets uh, an official public apology from Israel DMW Nigerian rapper Rugged Man slammed for comments on Nollywood and we could go to South Africa as well, where Zakes uh, Bantwini advocates for spending on a car rather than a home. Anyway, let's get into it. We start in Nigeria, where, <laughs> where rap pioneer Rugged Man caught some heat this past week for comments he made on his social media about Nollywood industry. The rapper said, and I quote, my, my male actors in Nollywood, what's going on? It's the females that are buying cars and building houses left and right. I wanted to come into Nollywood, but at this rate, 
I'm not coming in, end quote. Uh, well, this statement was taken as a shot at the women in Nollywood who have always faced sexism and slander with unfair and unfounded allegations of engaging in sex for roles. Shortly after his tweet went viral, scriptwriter Kemi Yusufu slammed the rapper publicly on her Facebook post with Kemi saying most of the top grossing movies in the last three to five years were produced by females and so the success of female artists uh, and actresses shouldn't be in doubt. Mm. In addition to Kemi's uh, post, popular producer and actress Tony uh, Abraham also came out on social media slamming Rugged Man, saying herself and many other women known in the industry are making good money, but their hard work is not because of any man. She also stated that she knows of many male actors making incredible money but prefer to keep quiet about their success. So Rugged Man's statements are untrue and unfounded. My brother Mansour Bello, you know the Nollywood industry, uh, you know, better than anybody. You're a producer at Yanga TV. You're always involved in negotiations and purchasing yeah. movies. And first of all, when Rugged Man said what he said, what, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Let me, let me quickly sip for wisdom. <laughs> he's a hater. Hmm. Full stop, he's a hater. Hmm. He's just, he just sounds like a bitter man, in my, in my personal opinion, because you have to understand one thing about women, mm. they are very good at marketing and packaging. Absolutely. A man will do a film, a man will star in a film, he might show what's going on a little bit. I think even I suffer from it sometimes yep. as well. Yep. You show a little behind the scenes, you go quiet for a little while. Mm. Women constantly focus on their brand and take themselves as a brand. So whether they're filming, whether they're not filming, constantly on their social media platforms, promoting. Mm. It might be memes, it might be things. So for you to look at a woman and hate and feel like she's buying things just based on her doing a film mm. it's Nollywood you don't know the endorsement she's doing behind the scenes absolutely you don't know what she's working on behind the scenes she might be you know doing there's many many things happening and and we also spoke about the fact that you know to buttress the point of, uh, the point of Tony Abrahams yeah. is that most of the biggest movies coming out of Nollywood in the last five, six years that I'm aware of, yeah. even based off of just being on social media, have either had, you know, the women as producers from Kakidele, Tony Abrahams, uh, the, the CEO of Ebony Live TV, exactly. the list, Kemi Adetiba, the list goes on and on. The successes have been this amazing women so it's their, it's their time to be fair and if your mm. sister's chopping she's making money she's buying a car she's buying house whatever she's buying, celebrate be them be celebrate happy. them celebrate them and saying that you know um you also mentioned the fact that women continue to to build their brands outside of the movies which is another point mm -hmm. that i think you know some of the male guys some of the males that are doing that shout out to alex akubo and a couple of other guys that mm -hmm. are also you know invested in developing yeah. their brands but what would you advise people now, you know, when it comes to movies, music, regardless of your content, yeah. what else should you be doing to ensure that you make, you know, you make your brand worth mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. and to, to, to make a lot more money mm -hmm. outside of what you're doing? I think you have to look, you have to look at yourself bigger than what you are. And you're a classic mm. example of that, Ade Shope, mm. energy god. Mm. I can't say you're a presenter. Mm. I can't, mm. you're a host. You're your gatekeeper, mm. your pioneer. I appreciate you're, you, my so brother. So you've got you've got so many accolades under that umbrella, but it's because you said to yourself, "I'm gonna diversify myself yep. and do this. I'm gonna wear this hat. I can wear this cap." And even for Instagram being, close, yep. you got a new Instagram. Yep. Matter of weeks, months, just the keep building up. it. But as they always say, content is king. Hmm. Keep putting content out there. It could be a meme. It could be you talking to your people. It could be whatever. But 
contents can people come people might like you oh can we pay you for a post absolutely you know that's way, happened oh, by the way because that's I've got happened car, I've, I've got five paid posts this is what I pay. no but you're you're, constantly, you're doing you're that you're constantly out there pushing your brand and i think people nowadays you have to see yourself as a brand yeah. you can't just see yourself as a oh i'm a tv presenter oh i'm a host oh yeah. i'm a think you are a brand and push yourself push as yourself a, yeah, that constantly way. push yourself as a brand well shout out to my brother mansour that's incredible uh, advice and i hope a lot of young men and women within the afropop culture heed to that advice now we go to ghana where this week one of the rising stars of african pop music in kwame eugene uh caught the headlines for allegedly turning down a collaboration request from a young og of ghanaian rap music in guru who had arguably one of the biggest records out of ghana in the last decade in le pastor yota take my yeah 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 that was a big record man yeah well the story goes like this According to reports, Guru had requested a collaboration from Kwame Eugene and he refused the offer saying Guru had in the past disrespected his boss in Richie Mensa of Lynx Entertainment. Well, Guru didn't take to the rejection well and slammed Kwame on social media, Twitter to be exact, saying Kwame will not be on top forever. Basically saying when he leaves Lynx Entertainment, he will need collaborations in the future he also slammed him hard saying he never begged for a collaboration but was only a fan of kwame mm. hence wanted to work with him on a record and then um <laughs> work with him obviously when guru's comments hit social media um i i, I was a, a victim of that when i saw that i was like oh, kwame did that so kwame was being criticized by fans and observers uh until richie mensa the ceo of lynx entertainment put out a statement on his social media defending his artist's refusal to work with guru saying and i quote i'm a responsible boss if my artist said anything out of line i would have been the first person to chastise him however in this case I'm backing Kwame Eugene for refusing to work with Guru after Guru had spread falsehoods against me in the past uh, couple of years. Now, it has, it has to be said that the award-winning producer and Lynx boss Richie Mensah is one who shies away from the public and controversies and putting a statement out like this was a rare occasion mm -hmm. and out of the norm. Now, the first thing that caught my eye was, whoa, you know, Guru... You know, it's somebody that's had a good record, yeah. you know, he's now slamming Kwame. And you know that there's always those type of sentiments in the entertainment yeah, yeah, business yeah. where you think, you know, because you're hot right now, I'm trying to collaborate with you. You give me, you know, yeah, all yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah. slips and whatever. So when he kept on saying, oh, yeah, you, you're not going to be there. So, you know, forever, your time will come. Da, 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 da. I'm thinking, ah, Kwame, this is bad. But when I then heard, you know, Richie's response and what he said, and I'm like, hmm. What are your thoughts on, first of all, Guru's position mm. and Kwame's position? You know what? I think, personally, if you're OG hmm. in the game and you're a legend or you have legendary status, mm. you can't be seen to be going to social media bickering because your respect status really should speak for itself. Mm. You don't need to be seen bickering with a, as you a, say, a, young, young, a, yeah, yeah. a, a younger artist and you're there on the time. Like, you look like a hater. You look like you're bitter. You mm. look like you're, you're looking for a come up. As an OG already, once someone gets the bird call and says someone so wants to do the the song with you, the person should nod anyway and be like, "Absolutely, I need to do it." And if it's not going to happen, you just chop it up behind the scenes and be like, "Yo, what's going on?" But at your age, you're still coming on social media. 
and 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 the funny thing is exactly and the funny thing is the fact that it has been confirmed that in the past guru had said yeah. certain things about links entertainment firing shots at mm. richie mensa saying oh man these guys try to ruin my career block my way mm. da, da, da. and all of a sudden you want to go to one of their younger artists to get a collaboration with him that in the first it's, place is a no-no it's almost like he's a victim of his own advice because really huh. at a time He's been disrespecting people when he was so called on top, and he's come back to bite him. Now he's saying you're not going to be on top forever, so he's he's he should take his own advice and you know just leave the young boy. I think sometimes the older generation need to understand times it's are changing. New. Yeah, times it's are changing. Different times. Yeah, yeah, you just need to just you know just it's, a, it's not everything that needs to be on the timeline on and social media. Sometimes just you know call call these managers, speak to him on the side, and be like you know. A, B, and C. We did, we don't we don't need to know this. Hmm. And what about Kwame's position? Now Kwame's position was very straightforward. The minute that this man made a request to me, I wasn't even going to entertain it mm -hmm. because he's already disrespected the team in the past, and that was that. As a young guy, mm -hmm. one of the first things you're thinking about is making sure that you don't offend people when you're coming up in the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. and making sure your relationships are cool. But for him to have been that definitive with this. It shows a little bit of a backbone, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. And he knows where his bread's buttered and he's got principles and mm. rules because, you know, sometimes as well, the music industry is very fickle. Everyone Abs runs for a collaboration. Everybody runs to, to the next Who's person. hot? Yeah, who's hot or someone that can help catapult them. For him to have the, the like you said, the backbone to say, nah, nah. it's not going to happen. You have to commend him. Hmm. And nowadays, I think that's probably why a lot of people, uh, you know how our game is, man. Mm. It seems like in the entertainment business now, most people are, are always... Uh, amnesia. They always forget. <laughs> Talk to me about that. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, like, yeah. Me, I blame Colin because if he gave me the Hennessy too early, we have to wrap up soon because if you think I'll start, I'll start saying some stuff. <laughs> Listen, you could talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Listen, you could talk about it, man. What? Are, first of all, mm. what are situations that you found yourself in in this entertainment business mm. where? people that you've probably backed in the past and, yeah. and done a lot for and, and stuff. And then maybe when he came round yeah, they, to getting a little yeah, bit yeah, of favor, yeah, yeah, yeah. what does that feel like? For me, it's annoying. You get artists when they come, they're, they're not even, and you know what it is? It's not even a thing about money. It's not even a thing. It's not an ego thing, nothing like that. Hmm. But you came to this country. When you first came to this country, your clothes, everything was a mess. Hmm. Like you, you couldn't even pronounce Buckingham Palace. Hmm. McDonald's was was satisfying for you. <laughs> like it's just the basics. You hmm. just you're just a happy, God. go lucky kind of person. Yeah. You meet them, whatever, whatever. Couple hits later, couple tours later, they glow up. You know, they get in. Bro, the houses that catapulted you when you're nobody. Remember them them houses when you were somebody. That's Facts. what I'm saying. So when I'm Facts. when I'm messaging your manager and they're like, okay, we'll see if we can get you into the diary. We'll see if we can, you know, organize interview. But you're running to the BBC, the the, hmm. the, the, the white man's um, hmm. land to, to 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 go and give to try to get a, and they, a they, they can't even tell you your first single. They can't Damn. even tell you your first album. They can't even tell you about who you are, where you're from. But us, your people, when we were there for you, you're now doing cool. I, I, for me, I, I find it hard to. That's that's one of the I most. Find, yeah, that's, that's every me, that's time the most frustrating. Thing I think forget, about yeah. it all the time, and I'm always saying, you know, these are the platforms that, like you said, the foundation that gave you a step up. These are the people yeah. that celebrated you and kind of beamed you to the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the people that will continuously celebrate yeah. your successes, or even if you don't have a success, once you're in town, knock on Manso's door. Yeah. I want to run through. We can do different things. But when they continuously turn us down at their peak mm. to go chasing, yeah. 
you know, other situations. That thing just beats me. Yeah. And it makes me weak sometimes. Or sometimes I have to call shops and be like, shops, you have a word, please. Yeah. Ten minutes later, I get the call. Okay, they'll do it. Nah, so it's crazy. It's like, you know, come on, man. Just just, just, just show some love, man. Show just, some just, love. Show, that's what you want. Show some love, man. And it's very, and again, a lot of people underestimate the importance that when artists eventually become successful and popular and powerful, that's the way you give back yeah. to the media community that has backed you is by also going there and shining the spotlight mm -hmm. on them. And you know what's been so funny with this whole pandemic, the COVID situation, hmm. all these artists that are so-called made and they would never give you an interview. Now they're Everybody's coming back happy. around. Every, yeah, everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, bring them, bring them. Bring because them. nothing's happening. Because nothing's happening. Nothing's popping out. So it, it keeps them relevant. So hmm. I just hope when the world opens again, Please, we beg you, keep that same energy. Open your, your you know, open your doors for us. Like, we help you. We have the pictures. We have the. We've we got have the, the history. Yeah. No, Please, it's yeah. very important, brother. Yeah. It's very, very important. Now we go to uh, South Africa, where musician Zakes Bantwini instantly went viral for his comments during a recent interview mm -hmm. on a popular podcast. Now the singer was discussing about invest investments and why he feels spending a lot of money on a BMW is better than investing in a house. He went further to say he spent hours in his car traveling around from show to show recording ETC and a few hours in his house. So he feels it's more important for him to invest heavily in an expensive car than to buy a house. This has been one of the biggest topics mm -hmm of conversation um, with investments, entertainment, and everything for years. It's shocking to see that we've got a black brother mm -hmm. that's speaking this way. What are your thoughts? Image is killing our people, though. Hmm. Image is killing the people. I think we have to try and get in contact with him, man. We don't try and have a word. If we can, next, uh, next, the next episode, even if I'm not here, just do a Skype call, get a financial advisor. We'll pay for it and just try and advise our brother. Yeah, man, because it's embarrassing, man. Hmm. I, I, I'm a person, I don't like to pocket watch. I don't like to tell people how to spend their money. Yeah. But surely as a man, hmm. a whole man, you don't have a place that you own where your, your head can touch the pillow and say, this is my own. And I'm spending yeah, on a car. Yeah. I even, your, even your stories into, I say, I spent hours on the road, only a few hours. In, so what about your family or hmm. you're going to have a family? Like, it doesn't make sense. Hmm. We, 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 we're going to pray for him at the end of the show. I'm telling you, and, and the funny thing is, when I saw that people were killing him on Twitter saying, yo, bro, hmm. This is the type of conversation we want further away from our black brothers and yeah, sisters. Yeah, yeah. Haven't come from places where we don't own a lot of stuff we have. The first thing you want to do, everybody says, once you make money, buy a house or yeah. buy land. First things first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is a you know, high-flying musician that's, that's you know, enjoying a lot of success at the moment, but he feels that confident mm -hmm. to tell the public that I'd rather a flashy car. car than a home of my own. Uh, a colony is to give him money management lessons. Hmm. It's, it's, it's madness. It's just, like you said, it's just the confidence that he's come out to even confess and say, <laughs> I'd rather get out of my car, have my nice car, than, than buy a house. I don't know, man. Hmm. And what about, you know, I, I see you shaking your head there, Kola, but what, what about the message that it also sends to the young folk, you know, if if a star at his peak is telling them, never mind the house, man. You know what mm -hmm. I mean, you know, put your buy your car. We're seeing artists, and we've seen so many artists and entertainers yeah. in the last 
decade that have become successful, gone broke, and, and basically have nothing to show for it. What kind of message is that sending out to the young people, man? It's, it's, it's damaging. It's severely damaging. I mean, I didn't even hear about the story to you're telling me now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just there shaking my head thinking. <laughs> so every time he's driving that car, every single mile he goes, it's depreciating. Hmm. But that home, doesn't matter how long you stay away from it, Absolutely. will keep on appreciating. Appreciate. My brothers and sisters, please, <laughs> do not listen to what this man is saying. He has, he's clearly going through something. I'm this pandemic has <laughs> affected him in some yeah, sort of way. The but. pandemic has affected a lot of people. And I think one of the, one of, you know, I've taken this, this pandemic as a learning period, you know, a, re, a very strong learning period where we had to sit down, think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's when I connected with Color, thought about the podcast, and let me just develop something of my own, start creating stuff. It's time for ownership. If you cannot own anything right now, you are on a path to destruction. No word of a lie. You're teaching the young kids. I was, I went to pick up my son from school today, and when we got in the car, there was a lady that asked me for money and said, "Oh man, she's homeless and you know she needs some money." But I was just telling my son, "Just get in the car." And then once he got in the car, I stopped and I gave the woman some money. My my boy is seven years old. When I walked into the car started to drive he said dad i'm very proud of you of what you did just now he said um you know you have to take care of the homeless people and he's seven seven years old him, that's the seven mm. that's the second time in three weeks that this boy has said something like that mm. and i'm thinking to, he's seven he said you know because and now everybody that's homeless this guy mm. has always been on my back saying oh Dad, we need a bigger house. We need a bigger house. About two weeks ago, he came. He said, I want you to save money and buy a house for homeless people. I said, you mm. want a bigger house? Yeah. He said, no, we need to get homeless people first before you think of a bigger house. He's seven years old. You see the hearts of children. I'm yeah, telling you. I'm like, that. now these are the kids. Mm. So if a big man yeah. is in that position, talking about your man BMW, yeah. you crash the BMW on your road, yeah. on your way to a show, Done. Done out here. Finished. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. But anyway, well, we leave South Africa and we head back to Nigeria. What's up, my people? My name is Adi Shopeolaji, the AKA Shops. You do AKA the Energy God, and I'm officially on Fanbase. Now, Fanbase is a partner of Adi Shopeolaji, the official Afrobeats podcast. So you can hit me up on there if you have any questions about getting into the music industry, about the Afrobeats culture, and I'll specifically speak to you. Like I said, I'm giving free advice on Fanbase at the moment, so make sure you join Fanbase and hit me up. For more information. Where popular DJ and philanthropist DJ Copy once again caught the headlines. Well, she has been in the news for the last four weeks, kicking off uh, from her saying she had been blocked by a former friend and colleague artist Zlatan, to Zlatan denying ever knowing who she was, to Zlatan's affiliate making allegations as to why Zlatan blocked DJ Copy, responding to the legal uh, threat to now eventually getting an apology from Israel after the lawyers made contact. 
Well, I hope you guys got the full gist there because it's just a twist and turn. <laughs> I, I have to be honest with you. Anyways, this week, Israel DMW apologized for his Instagram comments pleading with DJ Copy and her billionaire dad to forgive him. Later, other pictures surfaced of him on his knees and David O shared an image with Zlatan and Israel on a video called Giggling Away. Now, let's take a look at what Israel said. My name is Afiari Israel. I apologize to you, copy your telegram. For my last post, on my last post, between you and Zlatan's issue, I'm very sorry for the embarrassment that has cost you, you and your person and your family. I want to say, please don't be offended, please. Please don't be offended, please. It will never happen again, please. Anybody shouting that statement, I'm sorry, it's false. It was actually what I heard. Please don't be offended, please. Please, we've been good friends for many years. Thinking your dad. But please don't be offended, please, copy. Please, thank you very much. My name is Afiari Israel. I want to apologize to you. Copy your telegram. For my last post, on my last post between you and me, Zlatan's issue. I'm very sorry for the embarrassment it has cost you, you and your person and your family. I want to say, please don't be offended, please. Please don't be offended, please. Well, my brother, Mansour <laughs> Bello, yeah. um, you know the whole story. Yeah. This has been one of the most captivating stories of 2021 so far. We've mm -hmm. only been in this year one month. And DJ Copy has dominated the headlines for at least four straight weeks. Uh, when the allegations came out by Israel saying, you know, DJ Copy hadn't was a fake friend, hadn't paid Zlatan, da 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 da, Copy came back hard. Mm -hmm. She threatened legal action, and within a couple of days, it looked like the lawyers uh, made contact. Mm -hmm. They felt Israel's collar, mm -hmm. and. Uh, my man was down on his knees. What What did you think about that apology we just saw? I think the current climate we're in, this is what's needed, man. It's, it's, it's great entertainment value, and I think I think it's I think the whole thing is bad. I don't think they're taking it serious at all. And it, it, it's it's so funny to see because I think on Copy's side, she I think when she originally saw the apology, she must thought, yeah, 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 I've got you now, yeah, I've got you yeah. now. Then to see them all laughing about it on Facetime, it, 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 it's hilarious. It's man. just crazy. It, yeah, it's crazy. I when I when initially um when we talked about what was going on back and forth with with Israel and Zlatan and, and Copy. I felt a, an apology as well as Damola um, speaking here. An apology, yes, was needed. However, mm -hmm. would have been received without the threat of legal actions mm -hmm. publicly. Yeah. Um, I think the only reason I said that, because people argue that, oh, she had no choice than to go public with the legal action because of how strong her brand was. Mm. She's a face of Save the Children in Nigeria. She's a philanthropist. She's a brand ambassador. I think she works with Pepsi. Yeah. She's done stuff with Beats. She's with Apple Music. You know, so there's yeah. so many international brands that she's affiliated with. And if that type of allegations hits those companies, they might look at her differently. So she had to take the necessary mm. actions in public to protect her image. However, yeah. She's in, yes, yeah. she's in Nigeria. Yeah. She's in the Nigerian Afrobeat scene. She has direct contact to whoever's made allegations or said something. I feel that she probably would have dealt with it that way behind you know, closed yeah, doors yeah, yeah. than yeah, to now make it like a yeah, public thing. I agree with you. There's allegations, there's allegations, there's Dutch Valley allegation, hmm. which is, you know, you need to call your lawyer. And, Facts. And, and, 
and say Facts. certain things and pattern Facts. up and make sure that Facts. you know what yo I need to these I need to protect my brand uh, now. Now those and are then, allegations. And then there's Israel allegation. Wait, it was where just you, like you, you as copy. How is Israel even if he said what he said? How is it affecting? He doesn't you? even get to you. To a point where you're even calling a lawyer to say this, this. I get it, but. I don't know, man. I think mm. maybe your, your ego might be dented a little bit and you want to make an example of somebody. Mm. But come on, man. Yeah. Leave Israel alone. I, I think I'll I, I tell you something funny when you mentioned making an example of somebody. So DJ Copy had an amazing live session this week mm. where she talked about the, the events that her charitable mm. causes have done in Nigeria and how they really helped children yeah. and invested in the public and done all sorts of stuff. And at the end of that um, session... She had a performance. Um, she performed her records. She did all sorts of mm -hmm. stuff there. And online, the criticisms on social media has been crazy. Mm. But What are they saying? No. <laughs> the comment section are saying all sorts of stuff yeah. that maybe she's pregnant, maybe she's this, yeah. maybe she's that. And they're responding to her. Mm. And she's actually responded in one of the comments saying, you know, when someone said, oh, what's, what's in your belly? Is there a baby in your belly or something? She said, I'm only food there. Mm. You know, she's firing shots back. Yeah. But one thing I noticed was, even though the trolls were saying all sorts of stuff, yeah. none of the media platforms yeah. could say anything derogatory yeah. about her. Mm -hmm. And you guess what that means? Coming from the Israel DMW mm. legal situation, yeah. nobody wanted any part of that yeah. Smoke, yeah. <laughs> when I saw that, because I was like, when yeah. I checked it online, I saw what she had done. I was like, yo, this girl is brave. Because yeah. remember, she's a DJ that's now turned into a performer, turned into a singer. Da, da, da. So she, the, she's always been open for criticism, even yeah. though I think her album was one of the best that in 2020. Fire. It was fire. She surprised me that it was, it was, it was she fire. She surprised me too. Yeah. But I think someone like Copy, she's naturally she's always going to be in the firing line because of her her family background. and the background. So she's always, so I think she's she's able to grow thick skin and you know bounce things off. But I just think with the whole Israel thing, I just think it was too much. It was yeah, like, like you should have just, just like, you know almost like pee him. It's like almost like you know you're you're using you're a lying, hammer. You're lying and there's a dog. You, yeah, just, using a using yeah. a hammer to, to kind yeah, of swat a fly yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting what you said about no one, nobody, nobody, no blogs, no, no blogs said any negative thing mm -hmm. about what she had done online. And for me, I think that was telling in itself. Mm -hmm. Even though there's nothing negative to really talk about, people want to criticize her yeah. performance or criticize what she looked like or whatever, which is usual. But the fact that the blogs that also kind of got into this uh, rabbit hole of making copy the joke type yeah, of situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. none of them had yeah, the balls. They're, they're now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, yo, if David O's man yeah. could apologize after some legal situation, Let me just... nobody wants any of that smoke. So everybody step back. So maybe finally she might start to get a little bit of respite from the blogs and, mm. and, and the trolls because she's made an example, like you said. Yeah, I believe yeah. that probably was the whole aim. You know, whoever's part of the management th team or the advising team, they just thought, you know what? Mm. But you know how people now, it's yeah. just cool season. They will, they'll be back again. They'll be back, <laughs> yeah, they'll be back again. They say, hey, let it blow over, let it blow over. Right? They'll be back again. 
So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. Now from Nigeria, we head back to Ghana, where 2020 first runner-up for the Miss Ghana Beauty Pageant, Isabella Abo, resigned, alleging the organization exploited fraudulent misrepresented them and never fulfilled on their contractual agreements, which included sponsorship cash rewards, and also asking the pageants to show up at events and represent the brand with their own money paying for transportation. Well, the organization hit back with claims that the young lady was a liar and there was no truth to the allegations. However, there's been such allegations in the past with up to eight previous contestants and winners resigning since 2013. I'll be honest with you, when it comes to pageants and pageantry situation, the exp my, my experiences of them mm. within the African community has been one of just a shambles, fraud. Serious. It's never like, because yeah. a lot of the people, you know, people have all sorts of pageants here in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Black Africa. Yeah, Africa yeah, yeah, Miss yeah. Black Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at some point, I, I felt like, this pageant situation um, was also a scheme where people were just using it to make money. And with the Miss Ghana news now breaking this week, and the amount of people, even if it was just that young lady that had made allegations, yeah. they would probably think maybe she had differences with the hierarchy or whatever, yeah. but up eight. to eight people yeah, had yeah. resigned in the past. Is it time when we tell our young ladies and probably young men just to forget these pageants for now. I think so, you know. I agree with you there because I don't, mm. I don't, I think the, the day and age we live in, what, what, you go into a pageant organized by, I don't even know, let's just say by A, mm. and, and you win it. You're telling me because you won that pageant, it now adds, adds a value to you and catapults you to do something or push you to society. Like mm. you can, you can just work hard or do something by yourself mm. to get that kind of accolade. So I think, yeah. I think over the last, couple of decades if you look at it especially in america the former mm. miss americas the like of the likes of halle berry the likes of vanessa williams mm -hmm. and all of these people have come from even i was watching a documentary recently actually about whitney houston and i didn't know that she was actually also like a pageant winner or oh, something yeah I never knew that as an 18 year old i think yeah. she was yeah she was like a pageant winner yeah. or something like a, she was in one of those competitions so in those societies at the time, yeah. you know, pageants were seen as a shortcut to, to the limelight Definitely. where you can eventually now start to expose your talents if you're a, a great actress yeah. like a Halle Berry yeah. or a fantastic singer, you know. And we've had some historical mm. winners in the past, but in recent times, it just looks like yeah. these type of stories keep on dogging that industry like you said it goes it, it, it thinks time and something is hmm. past the cell by day you remove it and you know the way the technology is nowadays you don't necessarily like you said a pageant is not something that is gonna take you to that next level hmm. even with things like x factor nowadays they're not seen as as great things for people nowadays where technology you upload a video now on youtube you, and you can you, go yeah, from you there can go, you can blow you don't need a competition to really push you so mm. we're seeing them kind of things die out so yeah i i agree with you timing is everything i don't think it's it's needed and 
if you're gonna go to a competition where eight people previously, you must have heard something. <laughs> oh, she said. She, she said she. Something. No, she said she was 19 at the time when people mm. were were, were kind of like resigning and whatever. So mm. she never heard nothing mm. until she. And then she presented screenshots of the group that she was in yeah. with the pageant organizers, mm. where she told that some of the you know the, the ladies told him that yo we can't come to this event because we don't have money for cab, we can't take an Uber and whatever. And yeah. the bosses were like you know find your way there. Yeah, that's that's that's. The red flag there that she needs. <laughs> <laughs> she should have exited to the right when she saw that. It's not. But nowadays, you told you said something there with regards to competitions like X Factor. I remember mm. like Fame Academy, mm. X Factor, Pop Idols. Yeah. You know the the boy bands and stuff like that. It looks like nowadays it's, not it's just for entertainment, yeah. but not really to, to, to find yeah. a star. Yeah, I think it's more um, novelty. It's something that, you know, the, the British audience are used to. So, mm. you know, they con they constantly do it. It's something that is part of the culture in the UK. So, mm. X Factor. But I, if, I sh if I spit a hot freestyle right now with your platform, you're like a Simon Cowell. You there. put it out there. Boom, oh, who's that yeah, guy? Who's the, 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 the people start yeah, moving. Yeah, and it goes. You don't really need the x factors competitions nowadays and you know wasting time to go and stand in the line perform for this perform for that and then go and think but there's still a little small audience, yeah but it's not yeah, needed yeah. it's not as powerful as what it was mm. Mm. i was i was watching a documentary about uh queen the 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 english rock band the massive mm. band and you know they tried to you know they replaced their lead singer because um the main lead singer died in the 90s. I think he, he had HIV or he yeah, died. Of, yeah. I, I forgot what his name was. Incredible singer. And they found this other singer on American Idol. So this dude is just a groundbreaking artist, like mm. shattered records. And even in that documentary, it was highlighted that American Idol winners and stuff have in the recent time mm -hmm. not gone on yeah, the to do anything is, 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 is very small i think it's, it's for the moment the the time they, they they win maybe for a good six months to a year they have Two a good years. run yeah and that's it and then after that they they, they, drop, they off. just drop off yeah whereas there's someone that's organic that's been through or mm. gone through the process and then you just see them flourish so yeah competitions now they they, they don't mean nothing man it's crazy. It's just showing how fast technology is moving. Technology is the thing now. Yeah. With with um with this whole lockdown situation, I I was in a clubhouse room where, you know, one of the technology companies in Nigeria said rather than them host an X Factor style event, mm -hmm. they did a digital audition where people just sent in videos. Yeah. They picked the guys online and they put them all on Zoom where people were coming to train them about their music careers and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And they invested in them that way. And hopefully they'll be able to develop some new talent. Whereas in the past, it mm. would have been a you know, five-star show yeah. where they fly yeah. people into Lagos and spend so much money. Even the sponsors are refraining from investing in mm -hmm. those things. That instantly tells you that that's going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even even with the whole thing with like the Boohoo Man, the ASOS. Yeah. It's, it's even getting to a point where you're thinking to yourself, are we even going to be able to go out and buy clothes nowadays? Is everything going to be online? Those are guys are killing yeah. it online, bro. It's mad. Everything is just... They're killing it online, man. They're killing it. I, forget, uh, one, I think it was Boohoo Man or something just picked up another of the yeah. you know popular shops yeah, 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 in the yeah, UK. Yeah. Maybe Top bought, Man or something. Yeah. So I think ASOS bought Top Man. And then Boohoo acquired, they recently acquired Dorothy Perkins. Yeah. 
So and none of them are buying stores. It's just literally just the buying online the online e-commerce, e-commerce the brand yeah. name, and that's that. That's it. That's so, the way to yeah, go. Yeah, and imagine in our in my time, especially going to West End was seen as, it was as a, a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. That was like, a you thing. Go, you you shop, were just going yeah. to Central London. You wanted to go and shop, come home with the big bags yeah. and stuff like that. But all of that's taken away now. Someone knocking at the door, standing Bam. two feet back, taking a picture of whatever it is that they delivered, and that was it. Speaking about delivery, uh, my daughter ordered uh, McDonald's from Just Eat. Yeah. And the driver clicked that it was delivered, and, and, and my man vanished. Seriously? Yeah, 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 bro. So he must Whoever have been hungry. Are, God will punish he was having hungry. And there was a recent one I saw today as well where the delivery driver refused to go upstairs. Yeah, because it was, yeah. and the woman refused to come downstairs because yeah. it was cold. Yeah, he's he's in the wrong though. You should have gone up. Is he, it? Yeah, yeah. They, even, sure? they can even leave it on the door. Bro, the door, it's man. a block of flats. Yeah. The delivery driver got to the flat, pressed the bell. The lady popped out of the window, and he said, "Rah." I'm not going up. My my job was to mm. deliver at this address. So can you come downstairs and pick your food? Mm. And the lady said it was too cold for her to walk downstairs to pick the food. And the driver refused to go upstairs. Mm. I actually was siding with the driver. Because yeah. I'm thinking, miss, if you're hungry. Yeah, you're really hungry. You come on, food, yeah. go downstairs. She flopped by saying it's cold. Yeah, that's where she flopped because he's thinking you're, you're being cheeky. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. out here busting yeah, 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 my yeah, yeah, ass. Yeah. That's where she flopped. But technically, he's meant to go upstairs, Is drop it? it on the mat, press the door, knock the door, and just walk away. Technically. Wow. Because when I saw the video going mm. viral, I was thinking, I think she's she's taking a mick here, man. She should mm. have gone downstairs to pick. The food was in the house. Yeah. Just go downstairs and pick it up. Yes, it's super cold in the UK, like we said. But still, some people like that. They almost want to be fed in their living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. She wasn't <laughs> hungry. <laughs> anyway, we head over to East Africa, where superstar singer Diamond Platinum revealed that he almost went bankrupt seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, the singer shared uh, during his interview that whilst he had become a superstar in East Africa, he felt it was time to introduce himself to the West, and a collaboration with David O was just what he needed. He said at the time, securing that collaboration was the most expensive decision he made because he had to take a loan from the bank to facilitate the video and travel to Nigeria to complete the song. He said the cost of flying his entire crew to Nigeria and South Africa was a lot on him and it multiplied the, he also multiplied the cost of his video that was usually at $3,000 to 10 times that to ensure his work with David O will get him where he wanted to be. Now, the original song, Number One, had about 7 million views, whilst the remix featuring David O that broke him around Africa and Mm. around the world is currently at 43 million views, with Diamond now the artist with most subscribers in Africa on, uh, on YouTube, and at 4 million, that's the subscriber base, and accumulated views of over a billion leading everyone else. David O is the closest to him with mm. 790 something million and I think maybe Whiskey and Yemi Alade uh, a little bit lower. Yeah. He said he, he doesn't regret making the decision to almost go broke and he would do it again if the situation presented itself. Mm. The question has always been how much do you invest in a collaboration that you think can change your life? What are your thoughts about what Diamond said, the decision he made, 
and how it's turned out for him. Mm. Scared money don't make money, hmm. as they say. So you're either all in or you're all out. The only thing I would say is Diamond Platinum's had a long career. So for him to say at that point he didn't have money, is he moving like our South African brother where he's buying cars? No, no, no. Yeah. He just wanted to. Right now, is yeah. is. Or is he just saying he just put all his chips time, in? Yeah, he put he just, that decision. Yeah. He put all the chips in and just said, and I'm just said, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm ready to go bankrupt yeah. to make this happen because I believe this can take me to the next yeah, level. Then. Kudos to him then. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, yeah, he 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 done the chess move then. It worked for him because big time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because it. now he is like I said he has the most following on on YouTube with over a billion mm -hmm. views he is arguably he's definitely the biggest artist coming out of East Africa yeah. his contemporaries are the Wiz Kids and the David yeah. O's and the Emi Alade's and all of these people I sleep on him as well because I, when I see him and I see the concerts and the, the stadiums that he packs out it's the same as Level. a kid. Yep. It's the same as a David O. So, yeah, he definitely. And for him to make that move there, then it shows that he believed in his vision hmm. enough to say, listen, I'm, I'm all in and I'm going to make sure it happens. What would you advise young people when it comes to investing in yourself? How important is it to back yourself? These are the type of decisions. Obviously, like you said, mm -hmm. scared money don't make no money. Yeah. Um, These are the kind of decisions that people make that either change your status to where you want to go mm -hmm. or leave you down in the dumps where you are yeah. and don't make no elevations. But mm. those are the very difficult decisions that we have yeah, to make. Definitely. But I think with young people, when you, everyone thinks when you say investment, it means five, 15, like it's, it's, a, it's a large amount of money. An mm. investment is five pounds buying a book mm. and reading a book. An investment sometimes is like, I see you every morning, mm. there's snow in your garden, you're getting the workout. Absolutely. In. It's an investment. Hmm. It's going for a walk. It's, you know, just doing small, small things. That's an investment. And young people, I think sometimes they'll think, oh, um, I'm young now. I don't need to worry about investing. But investing can be the most, like just you waking up in the morning and just eating fruit, having a healthy breakfast hmm. is an investment for that day. Praying, whatever. So investments come in different ways. And even when I came here and I'm seeing Colour's son, hmm. His, his time... Bro, he did his, that. I'm, he, I'm proud of him, and exactly, he's not my son. Exactly. He's here. His peers could be out there doing whatever. As, doing that's what I said. Yeah, and he's here, whatever. He, learning how to use the camera, learning how to do the sound, it's setting it. up the thing. It's investment. Absolutely. So it, Absolutely. it, it comes in shape. It all, all shapes and sizes. Um, I think in our community, sometimes we mistake an investment as buying Bitcoin and you know spending X amount of money to say that was an investment in a house or car. No, it's the, it's the smallest things. Hmm. The awesome. smallest things. Awesome. Absolutely, yeah. man. Like it's like you said with with Shay, I'm 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 proud of him, and I ain't even his dad. Yeah. You know, because the first time I met him, that was the first thing I said. You could have been on the road. Mm. You know, this is a young man, you know, in his late teens or, mm. or whatever that's just decided to come work with that and build his own dreams and his own empire. Mm. At that age, yeah. most of us were running the streets being dumb. 100%. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm honest yeah. with you. I'm, I'm telling you, even yeah. his dad is pointing at himself. Yeah. We, were, like, mm. we were being dumb. Mm -hmm. I look at these people nowadays, I'm like, God, where? how did they get this brain? And it's even the, 
the demand is crazy because you're even speaking to little cousins and you're walking through the door and they're looking at the trainers you're wearing saying, I want, I want a pair of those. Oh, that's mm. the, 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 and mm. you're thinking to yourself, at my age, I was happy with a pair of night trainers. Absolutely. I was happy with the most, you know, nowadays, the, the same it thing that you're wearing heavy. as an adult. Yeah, I'm facts. saving your daughter might come and say, dad, I want this, I want that. Bro, yeah. facts. Facts. Where, 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 are getting, where are you getting this ideology that you're going to get this from? I'm telling you, bro. It's crazy. No, no, that that that's some deep, some really, really good observation there, man. I ain't even going to lie. Now, um, from Diamond Platinums, we're heading over to the United States of America, uh, where this week it was announced that the legendary African musician and Afrobeat founder Fela Kuti has been nominated for an induction into the Rock Hall of Fame nearly two decades after his passing. Mm. As you take a sip. I'll give him a round of applause for that one. Um, the icon was nominated alongside names such as Mary J. Blige, Foo Fighters, Jay-Z, LL Cool J, Tina Turner, Dion Warwick, and others. The Rock Hall of Fame inductees will be announced on the 30th of May 2021 after a public vote which closes on the 30th of April 2021. Now, artists are eligible for nomination 25 years after premiering their first work. So 25 years after your first release mm -hmm. is when you become eligible to be nominated into the Rock Hall of Fame. Now, Fela Kuti is revered as one of the greatest musicians in the world and surely one of Africa's greatest exports who used this form of music in Afrobeat to entertain, inform, and fight for human rights in Africa. Now, to cast your vote, please visit vote.rockhall.com. Fela Kuti up for Rock Hall of Fame nomination. About time about or not time. needed? Ah, it's about time. Definitely about time. I think it's about time, and it shows how big the scene has been and how it's grown. Hmm. For it to get to a stage where they're saying, okay, you know what, fella, the founder, the founder of this Afrobeat genre mm. needs to be, needs to be, you know, crowned. Mm. And I think it's, it will be an injustice for the people in the scene not to go and vote and push this agenda and make Facts. sure that it's solidified. Because, mm. you know, we like to make noise. How come we don't get this? How come we go? They're, just, they're now telling you, like you said, go to vote, rock, who don't rock, com. yep. And they make it happen. Absolutely. So people out there, it's your chance it, to... It's very interesting you said that because when they put it on Twitter, mm. they put a poll on Twitter and they put the votes on Twitter. Yeah. Fela Kuti, at the time that the news came round, was only on less than like 2,000 votes. He was the last on the list. And I'm thinking to myself, some people sending it around. I'm like, we've come again. Here we've come yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. There's an opportunity to show ourselves yeah. in numbers, mm -hmm. really go out there and represent for an icon that created a genre of music that not only entertained us, mm -hmm. informed us, but also fought for human rights from Lagos to Ghana to South Africa. This man is an absolute legend. And all we could do was just go and look at the tweet yeah. and, and, let, and, it and, and let it be. There you go. Then April 30th will come when they finally round up mm -hmm. the people mm -hmm. that have been nominated and voted for fella kuti doesn't make those lists up, we bro. start being <laughs> up bro be, be black lives matter again how <laughs> dare they we didn't get shot they've told you what to do hmm. go and go do it vote. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's so simple hmm. but i think it's definitely it's definitely a good look and like i said it shows how the genre has really caught attention pushed, caught attention and been pushed to the world what about the people that said this right Devil's Advocate, like mm. Fela Kuti being in the Rock Hall of Fame, 
doesn't really need a public vote for this type of situation. The, the minute his name came in the conversation, they should have just put it there. That The fact that they're putting him for a public vote, usually stuff like this are going to be voted for by Americans mm -hmm. and maybe Europeans that follow rock and pop music. Mm -hmm. And Fela Kuti might not be understood or appreciated in those quarters because it's 2021. Mm -hmm. Tw nearly 20 years since his passing, mm -hmm. a lot of people that will be casting their votes will probably be in their teens and probably just a little bit in their early 20s. Putting it for a public vote is unfair mm -hmm. and it's not the right way to judge someone or people that have made incredible uh, contributions mm -hmm. to the music industry. I hear that, but a foundation is a foundation. Hmm. No matter how you look at it, if something is a foundation, it's a foundation. It's a start. It's a start. Um, someone like Sam Cooke, hmm. he's a legend. Someone like Diana Ross, they're legends. Yep. Michael Jackson, legends. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter about the, gener the generation that hmm. we're facing now. It's about the foundation. It's the foundation. If you're hmm. a musical person and you understand foundations, you do, your due, you do your due diligence. And you, it's, up for you, it's up to a person to know what what's going on. That's when you separate people that just listen hmm. to music and know music. Hmm. So if you know music, you know whether he's an African man, he played a big part. Absolutely, absolutely. So you have to give him his accolades. Well, as Mansour said, give him his accolades. Most importantly, go and vote. Rockhall.com. Cast your vote for Fela Kuti. Let's represent this man. Done so much for the culture, the genre, everybody, especially the music, and being confident, man. He, he fought for everything from mm. sexism to racism to human rights. He spoke on absolutely everything, police brutality. He was confident to stand and speak out when nobody could dare look in the eyes of the military and the police, especially in Nigeria. He did that through his music, and he made an impact around the world. Cast your vote. Now... Over to the UK um, this week, uh, where a jazz musician by the name of Ben Waters was seen performing to a bunch of cows in a West Dorset farm. The musician was booked by the owners of the farm via email and said they believed the music made the cows relax and made them produce a lot more quality milk. Well, the musician did as was booked for, and after his performance said he milked one of the cows, tasted the milk and testified to it being a lot fresher attributing it the, attributing the great taste of this milk to the effects of the music he played to the cows my brother man saw it looks like the cows enjoy jazz music too listen that guy we need to tell him to go and play to the cows again <laughs> we slew that cow we have suya and we'll see if it tastes <laughs> when I saw this online I just thought, is it a case of people just being too, like, they, they, they don't have any problem, yeah. do they? I used to Google Ben Sam because when you said that, I was about to say it sounds about white. <laughs> yeah, it sounds is. like this is about white. These black people have time for these kind of, yes. these kind of demonstrations here. So I need to, yeah, it is what he is, you know, the white guy. Again, a group of African people slaughter the cow, we have suya, and then we'll be able to really tell is, is the dead, jazz is it, music yeah, affecting yeah, is them? It in, in, is it really inside the cow? <laughs> and when he said he tasted the milk and, yeah. you know, there was a kind of smoothness and silkiness to that, yeah. to that milk, and it feels like it's the jazz music he played to the cow yeah. before he milked the cow that made the milk come out in that way. Mm -hmm. Not only 
can we question, you know, the, the owners of the, the, yeah. the, the farm? But we also <laughs> need to assess Ben Waters and, you know, because he, yeah. he, he, he must not be quite, you know, okay. Yeah, but you know, COVID is it's, it's, it's messing up the mental, bro. <laughs> it's messing up the mental. <laughs> now, um, from that bit of fun, we go to some serious news. In Nigeria, former DMW artist Lil Frost uh, has been remanded in prison for an entire month over allegations of domestic abuse. The artist, whose career hit a snag after his girlfriend took to social media to share the horrific stories of being abused at his hands. He was instantly um, released off his contract with DMW due to the strong uh, allegations and David O's stance when he came to de- uh, domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. A few weeks after that rapper appeared... Uh, on a program where he denied all the allegations. However, it seems the police force in Nigeria are not buying his stories. And uh, with him being kept in remand in Ikoyi prison till March when the case goes to court. A couple of weeks ago, we reported here on Adi Shopela, the official Afrobeats podcast, that Lil Frost had been, you know, um, found himself in allegations of domestic abuse when his model girlfriend had posted videos and pictures Mm. of herself in horrific state. And it was alleged that everything that happened to her was from this guy. And within 24 hours, that's why I keep on giving David O Mm. some big props. Mm. 24 hours, he put out a statement saying, after internal investigations have been carried out, they have decided as a label that they will not be continuing with his contract Mm. because they just, you know, there's something not right Mm. and domestic abuse is something that they are not willing to play with. Yes, he's a young man in his 20s. However, from signing to DMW looking like he was about to take flight, it looks like that career... Lord knows where he's heading to mm. and being locked up in Ikoyi prison in Nigeria. It's not a joke. Man. It's not I've a joke. I've seen them vans, them prison vans. And I've seen it's the called prisoners. Black Maria. Yeah, and you see the hands out and they've got the, the plastic bottles and they're trying to Absolutely. Listen. It's, it's tough. It's, it's hell. It's hell, man. It's hell, it's hell. What man. are your thoughts for a, a young man finding himself in a situation where he felt comfortable enough mm. to physically abuse his girlfriend? Every consequence. Hmm. There's a consequence for every action. Hmm. So it's one of them things. He has to go through the process and he has to be punished. Hmm. It's not acceptable. It's not right. And, hmm. you know, we, we look at people like Chris Brown. Hmm. When the whole issue happened with Rihanna, he had to go He had to go through the, the process. And, and he's he still, to, he's still yeah. dealing with that, yeah, even still, though he's, he's gone still, yeah. through a lot of processes. Yeah. So it just it just goes to show that one, one in one hand you can have your blessing. It just takes a small issue just to it's just some stupid yeah. action. So it's I think you know when it comes to them kind of things, there's 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 no there's no excuse for it. Absolutely, you can't, you can't say oh but this but that. It's it's just you just have to go. You have to you just as a man you have to face your punishment and mm. go through it. There's what advice you would you give? Mm. As you know, as a man, you we've all been in situations where mm-hmm. you've had to just. Think about the consequences. Restrain mm. yourself. How would you advise young men coming up nowadays mm. uh, that you know, in dealing with circumstances where they get into a heated, heated argument with their mm-hmm. girlfriend or whatever it is? How would you advise them to move and carry themselves and just avoid 
first of all, domestic abuse is that's the that's the mm. last thing. But we have to, you know, be 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 intelligent enough to know that some people don't mm. have the tools to deal with that. What kind of tools do you give young men it's hard. to avoid it's these hard. type of situations? It's so hard because there's there's um, you have to look at the bigger picture. But having said that, everybody's young at a time in their life, and everybody made a mistake. Mm. There's some people that's made mistakes and they haven't been caught for it. There's some mm. people that, and you know, because they haven't been caught for it, they've learned. Like, okay, you know what? I was lucky that time. Mm. No one found out about it, so you know, I was able to cut through. Then there's people that do get caught for it, and it, it's it's it's, easy, it's very easy to say, ah, oh, you know what? Think about it. you shouldn't really be doing that. But when someone's in a moment. And it's heated, and yeah, things are happening, and things are happening. You make a rash decision. So my thing is just, just take cool, yourself like, take, out of it. And it's so mad because you can even be in a situation where you don't even do nothing, and you still get prosecuted. Yeah. Because there's mad, there's mad women out there as well. Yeah. I don't believe everybody that gets charged for rape, raped, raped a woman. It's, it's not everybody that's been accused of domestic violence. So you have to protect yourself, hmm. and just you know sometimes just call. Take um take a step back and just say you know what what's the bigger picture here? Hmm. let me let me take a step back from this because if people look at your rap sheet and they say listen you on so and so day you hit her this time I know you said you didn't hit her but we have you down as hitting now her you've done that before you're, you're, it, it goes against you so everything is just look at the bigger picture for yourself and just you know sometimes just just take time to be a bit rational and and, and think of things. Hmm. Fantastic, my brother. Uh, finally, we come back to Nigeria where, uh, or shall I say, not even Nigeria, mm. but this weekend mm. is Valentine weekend. Mm. So uh, by the time this video comes out, mm. Valentine would have passed. But however, before then, yeah. um, so it's a time for lovers to express their affections for each other. <laughs> a few celebrity couples have started to share pre you know, present tips on hey. social media with one famous couple in Mr. Easy and Tammy Otedola who have been together for a couple of years, already kicking off the weekend in style with a romantic dinner, showing it off on social media. It's Valentine weekend, first of all, before we get into Valentine itself. Uh, what are your thoughts about Mr. Easy consistently declaring his love and showing his emo you know, his affection towards his lady publicly? Secure the bag, bitch. <laughs> Secure the bag. Bro. You are you you are a percentage of people in the world yeah, that is secure the bag. Do what you have to do, bro. If you have to hand wash the pant, hand wash the pant. If you have to do nah, whatever, whatever you have to do, secure the bag, B. Secure the bag. Come this on. Guy is, uh, it's, not, it's not easy. Blame color. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> but seriously though, you are you are probably it's like winning the lottery. Hmm. It's not everyone that's gonna. It's, it's only a small percentage. You are dating a billionaire's daughter. Does he love her? I think definitely he loves her. Does he have feelings for her? Definitely. But the underlying issue is secure that bag. Whatever he has to do, he's gonna do it. Man, me, me, if I'm dating a woman, she's not even a billionaire's daughter. She's 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 um, a millionaire, and then couple M's are there. I'm cooking them eggs. I'm 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 wash. I'm ironing them clothes. If I don't agree, I'm still saying yes. Secure the bag. <laughs> yeah. It's treacherous times we're living in right now. We've got COVID. We don't know when we're gonna yay again. So he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Oh so, yeah, it's the easy, my bro. I get it, man. This guy's so keep your skin tight. Man, man, son, Belo's views are not the views of Afrobeats <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
media <laughs> or Afri Media Studios. We have to say that. Oh, now let's talk about Valentine's. My brother Mansour, man, you know what I mean. Listen, first of all, do you believe in Valentine's Day? Wait, I'm just saying, couple man, I know they've been taking COVID tests from today and like a couple of days back. So <laughs> when Valentine hit, babe, I'm positive. <laughs> we can't even. I can't even see. I'm isolated. <laughs> I'm not gonna say names, but I know a couple men have taken COVID tests. Couple men have got the certificate. They put positive. They said the I had a mad thing planned, but me personally, as a man, I think every day should be Valentine's Mm, Day. My man's on that. Every day. My man's on that. Love should reign every day. If you Mm. have someone, show appreciation every day, and Mm. obviously Valentine's Day, you know. Buy into the hype. If you if you got your missus there, make her feel nice about herself. Make her feel good. Like you know, it's 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 not gonna cost you nothing. And like I was talking about investments, it's an investment. Mm. It doesn't have to be peas. It doesn't have to be the biggest thing. But just make an investment and make the effort. Definitely, they, they deserve it. Nah, you're put you're putting in my you're you're putting in a mad speech because yeah. you know some people are thinking like, ah, man, Valentine's Day. Listen, man, it's just a scam. People are still gonna. Do you know that usually every year Valentine's, especially in the UK, mm. I think you make like four billion pounds or something crazy like yeah. that. So the marketing behind yeah. Valentine is a big one. Yeah. It's like you don't like McDonald's or fast yeah. food, but your kids like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. It's like you said, I'm not buying you McDonald's because I don't like it. Like, you're doing it for your kids, mm. their age, or you know, yeah. you see they identify they like yeah. it. So same thing if, if you if you know the woman's there, and especially it's women, they be talk, sp- her friends are gonna call her and say what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? What did you get? What did you? Yeah, yeah. Just make a little, make a little effort. You know, you know what I mean. It don't cost nothing. We're living in a pandemic, so it's even cheaper it's as well. Cheaper. You're, you're not going bar, anywhere. Yeah, make the little, be creative. Do something for her, man. Mm. Just, just you know what I mean. It's just twenty four hours in a day. Just that's yeah. it. Little something, something. Man. <laughs> I was talking the talk. You know his girl is watching like mm-hmm. Mansour. You know you you gotta make it happen. I got a joke about mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Like this Val's Day, I went out. I was just going out, and I thought, oh man, Val's Day is in a couple of days. Let me just buy the missus like a perfume. And me, cause I've got daughters as well. Mm-hmm. So I, from the minute I had a daughter, I made up my mind that mm-hmm. every Val's Day, whatever I'm doing for the mother, I'm doing for my daughter. So she kind of understands exactly. that, you know, it's just a special day right for there, the yeah. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was there, I just got like a nice perfume, chocolates, all of that for the missus. Mm-hmm. My d- daughter, number one, perfume, chocolates, mm-hmm. my little baby. I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And when I was on my way back, I just thought, all right, let me just grab maybe just one toy or something yeah. for my son so it yeah, doesn't yeah, feel yeah, like. Yeah. So when I got home, it's here to the missus or here to my daughters and I looked over to my son and I handed him over a little chocolate. <laughs> the guy took the chocolate and said, what's this? I don't want this, man. What's <laughs> I said, bro, this not, Val's Day is not about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not yeah. buying you a Val's yeah, present, bro. I'm just making you feel included. Yeah, I just, the guy, he broke down. They having to hold him. I said, bro, it's not, listen, Val's Day is not... Yeah. <laughs> He just, he was looking at everybody mm-hmm. getting their stuff, hugging me, all that. Mm-hmm. And then I gave him, the guy looked at me, this me. I don't want this, man. I say, bro, once you grow up, I'm going to let you know. Yeah. Val's Day, it's, it's really not about yeah, that, man. But what's so touching is what you've done for your daughter. Mm. It's, my, it's the smallest thing. It might not be the most expensive. Thing. Yep. It's a lasting impression Absolutely. life. Absolutely. You've sold a seed where Absolutely. when she meets a man, she knows I come from a place where I have standards. Yeah. My dad, 
done A, B, C. Mm. So yeah, man, that's 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 that's. And those are the subconscious messages we kind of pass to the to the young kids nowadays, Mm -hmm. because everything they're picking up, man, everything they're learning, they're picking up, and we need to go out there and do that. So whatever anybody's done, Val's Day, you can share in the comments, Mm -hmm. man. But it's gonna be a madness. COVID nineteen, Valentine's Day, people are gonna get creative, running back, silhouette challenges, all of that. But even that, in the terms of business, I know you said this will air hmm. for Valentine's Day 2022. Yeah. I'm doing packages. If you need me to make the call, if you want me to turn up, drop your flowers, I'm going to have the rates, um, whatever. Like, I can just, you know, ginger it for you. If you need just a picture or, like, you know, just a shout on the social shout. media, I can do that for you as well. Guess what? There's one app, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to my people, fan biz. But there's another app in America where mm-hmm. celebrities can log on to and you can request like shout outs and stuff. Yeah. You know the guy that does the UFC? It's time! Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone paid him $700 to break um, divorce uh, news to their spouse on, on, on that website. And he recorded it. They played it on the radio. It's time! Hailing from Hollywood. And he believes it's time to move on. So please. Get ready to rumble! I, I swear, seven hundred dollars, man. Listen, that's madness. So people are crazy. They paid him seven hundred dollars to do that. He did it in like forty seconds. He did the whole. It's time. They waited. Waited. With a knockout of eleven fights mm-hmm. and eleven wins. Boom! I said people would do anything just to think outside of the box. I think. Forty seconds. 40 seconds. And you've got $700. $750. Dollars. Yeah, $750. So maybe they can hit you up and, yeah. you know, and find out what you're saying. Yeah. So finally, we're in the brand new segment. Um, my brother, Mansour Bello, this is the time where we share with, you know, the, the Afrobeat podcast listeners and viewers, whatever's caught your eye in the last seven days, brand new, maybe music, videos, whatever it is that you'd like to mm-hmm. suggest to them to go check out and, and have a feel about mm-hmm. it. Has anybody caught your, anything caught your attention? Um, uh, brand new? Definitely, I like the heady one and burnable color. For me, the video, I don't know Cold. where. I don't know where. I don't know where he's. Anyone, he wasn't. He, he's yeah. a Siberian. Yes, yeah, that, that's yeah. what he's saying. But listen, cold, mad. The way he's got the whole white Prada cold. suit, the Prada gloves, and cold. it's just, and it, it's it's like he's doing a block video in, in and then the contrast with Burner Boy. We Burner Boy in, in Africa, nice country. Ah, oh, nah, man, definitely that's that one. When I saw that, I said, yeah. That's ridiculous. And then speaking about Burner, 24 hours later, he dropped the video to Onyeka. And, you know, that's a brand new video out now as well. So, Heady One and and Burner, uh, check that out. Then Burner Boy, Onyeka. We spoke about Burner Boy. Talk to me about your thoughts on on the young man, Burner Boy. What what are your thoughts on that, I don't know, man. The guy's just got the formula. I don't know where it is. He, He just has the formula. It's like he can almost. He's like it's almost like the Undertaker in wrestling. When you think he's out, bam, he just comes up again, and he just comes out with another hit. Mm. And it's for him. What makes him so good is what he makes everything so effortless. Hmm. It's just like yeah, okay, you want a hit, take another hit. Yeah, yeah. oh, another one, take another one. I don't think there's ever a a Burner Boy song that's been released that I don't. You don't. You don't vibe to. Yeah, I don't vibe to. And I mean that's been released on the mainstream. Yeah. Like like visuals and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You don't vibe to. It's always a vibe with him. Hmm. He's definitely got the formula, man. 
That's 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 it, man. So check that out. Uh, shout out to my boy Ike Chooks as well. He's dropped a, a EP for the weekend for Valentine's weekend two uh, two track EP and Tenny uh, drops the visuals mm -hmm. for the song featuring her Let's and David. Listen, she, and did you see she posted like a video a week ago where oh, she ran up on him, ran up on him yeah, on the yeah, streets yeah, yeah, yeah. and told him like, bro, I need you on my album. Yeah. And he said that she lived together. I mean, in the were, same in neighborhood. The States, were, yeah, in, the in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah they wow. were working with Sheezy. Yeah. So Sheezy apparently was kind of like the developing producer that worked with Tenny. Mm. And Sheezy is David O's right man. Mm. That's right hand man. That's the person that's produced a lot of David O's hits over the years. Mm. So I think then they crossed paths and worked yeah. together and both of them went home and now they're collaborating on a big record, mm -hmm. big videos. You know, it's nice to see, Yeah, you know. And I think it's credit to Tenny as well because it shows ego. You have to put your ego aside when you want something. When you want something. Because I remember her talking, she said, since... I don't know what she said. She mentioned something. I've been following. I've your been following. Yeah, since, since one area. Yeah, one area, and I've just tr and she ran up to the car, and stopped him, and he said from that day they went to the studio, studio and did the song, and, yeah, and it happened. So shot the video. You know, some people are like, "I'm Tenny, that's Dave. I'm, I'm not really gonna try, and I don't want to look like a beg. I'm not mm. gonna hop out on him. I'm just maybe next time." Mm. But she said, "Listen, this what it I has want. to happen. I'm jumping out. I'm following him. Come up to the car. We're going to studio tonight. And now look." Mm. So, yeah, man. And credit that's to her. absolutely credit to her, man. Make sure you check all of that stuff out. Uh, on that note, this ends this week's edition of Ari Chopin Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. Like I said, every single week, shot here at Afri Media Studios. Shout out to everybody. I am Maurice, Afrocene TV. And my guest, mm. the incredible, the indomitable. Manso Bello! Thank you, sir. We're, we're definitely going to be having you on. Not everybody's uh, allowed here. Yeah, not everybody. Remember, not everybody's allowed Listen. here. This is the temple. The, 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 like <laughs> Funk Flex says, not everybody can come up here. I'm telling you. Woof! You get me? You're pressing sweet too? No. <laughs> so make sure you share, like, comment. Please spread the word, man. We appreciate every single one of it. Um, and it, until next time, we'll catch you. Same place, same time. Peace. Right. Everybody can't go. Right. 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 Right